0: any of the controls and we're live and we're live (laughs) happy new year everybody (laughs) we're almost there we're almost there we're just talking about some other stuff but uh this is our end of the year episode here at the big gold belt podcast so with that being said we're going to reflect on the year of 2021 but we do got some breaking news because one of my favorite wrestlers has been uh or is leaving wwe Uh, So we're going to talk about that news and, you know, we'll just kind of reflect on 2021, whether it's our personal or just things in wrestling, uh, uh, promotions and whatnot. So let's get into our final one of 2021. Everybody and welcome to our final episode of 2021 here at the big gold belt podcast it is still thursday our usual thursday 8 p.m eastern standard time uh, where you can catch us live each and every thursday on, on our social medias at big gold belt um the crew is here uh we'll join in one quick second we had a like, Quick technical hiccup. I don't know if you all peeped that right before we got started, but it's all good. And like I said, he's back just that quick. Um, but uh before we get into tonight's show, and hello, gentlemen, uh uh the crew here tonight. Um, I do want to say that if you again have been a fan of ours for over some years, that you know we do take our break during January. So not only is this our last show of the year. But this is our last show until February, unless there's like some crazy outbreaking news, and we'll try to jump in and give you some tidbits and whatnot. Um, and even thinking forward to 2022, tons more content are coming. We've been trying to revamp things, bring you more and additional uh content to either watch or listen to. So, just expect a lot of changes going forward, uh, for the next year, but um, for 2021 it's been fun we've knocked out a ton of episodes uh we have uh continuously brought live uh podcasts where that was not something we used to do often but now we always do it so that's why we can always say catch us each and every thursday here um but it's been a good one it's been an interesting year uh year two of the pandemic but there still was a lot of interesting things to come out of this year um, so before we actually get into the new thing I was telling you about, uh team, let's uh kind of reflect on 2021 in the whole uh in regards to um pro wrestling or you know, whatever you want it to be. So uh Damien, let's start with you. And how are you doing tonight? Uh
1: pretty good, all things considered. I just got a work call right before the show went out. <laughs> it, was like, it was me. It was like, no, 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 no city hall, you can wait. Uh <laughs> long story short you know in terms of wrestling just it's nice to go be able to go to shows and I, I, I'm i very picky with the exception of GCW because that's more of a you know family and friends like rite of passage I go to shows where I pretty much sit away from most people masked <laughs> up and uh, you know trying to stay healthy while enjoying uh, some professional wrestling uh, from a viewing perspective um, AEW Dynamite and you know, by an, ex- by an extension dark. I- I'm starting to enjoy more and more by the week, uh, even if I don't watch it on, on the first view, I'll go back and the beauty of replays, you can fast forward through all the flots and jets and just get to the good stuff. Um, and I'm just enjoying that kind of, that product kind of evolve, pun unintended, uh, to something, you know, it's a little less uh, indie wrestling and a lot more fleshed out that i'm that i'm i'm thinking i would have thought maybe a year and a half ago uh wwe can go kick rocks and we'll talk about that shortly um you know y'all heard me rant about nxt 2.0 and fucking Grayson waller showing up on monday night raw did not do me any favors at all um so that's out the window uh but from a personal and i'll take like 10 seconds just to be like you guys know this year was hard for me uh i lost one of my best friends shit i'm 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 holding it together I lost some of my best friends in April, uh, unexpectedly. And then I lost my mom in the end of September, uh, basically the last day of September. And uh, my dad's going through his own health issues right now. And, uh, you know, crossing the finish line of 2021, man, it's like when you've been shot, stabbed, kicked, punched, and <laughs> thrown. It's like, I'm dragging my bloody carcass, you know, <laughs> over this finish line, just so I can say, damn, I got through it. Uh, more mentally than physically, but you know um this show helps and being a part of this community helps so by all accounts thank you very much and uh let's talk about some more wrestling shall we
0: my guy my guy (laughs) william yes
2: sir how you doing tonight hanging in there i I think damien just nailed it man i think we're all just trying to get across this damn finish line of this year because it's been a roller coaster in too many damn ways i think we're all looking for it to get done but it also doesn't seem like it's necessarily gonna get better just yet as we're having a hell of a close out to the year in a lot of different ways so i mean looking back at the wrestling year, god i'm glad to see that you know we got back to live crowds we got back to actual shows we got out of that damn Thunderdome monstrosity. <laughs> shows started happening all over again, whether it be WWE, AEW, the Indies. Stuff, you know, started kind of roaring back to life. And unfortunately, now we're hitting another setback here at the end of December where things aren't getting quite shut down yet, but the threat seems to be looming. And I guess depending where you are in the country or depending, you know, where you are, if you're up in Canada, then shows are getting canceled. If you're here, stuff's going ahead, but it's a little frightening right now as far as are we going to go back to where we were? We thought we were there. We thought we had the light at the end of the tunnel, and it's like we took a swerve. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully 2022 is going to turn around quick because things were looking good there for a while. And now, I don't know. But goddamn, Damien's right, man. Let's just get across the damn finish line here, and hopefully things can uh, get on an upswing as we go mm-hmm. into... a the winter and the spring and a new year, new season, new beginnings. Let's put it at that.
3: Yeah. Sir, Giant Crab, how you doing tonight? Well, I'm annoyed. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm annoyed for a couple reasons. Um, number one, uh, leave Brandy alone. I mean, <laughs> just, 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 just leave Brandy alone. Um, don't project your own morality into the situation. It ain't that deep. Leave Brandy alone. Also, for all y'all that are coming after Brandy, she she's the one that responded to Dan Lambert. So leave Brandy alone. I mean, we see how one side of this is. Like, let, let's not even bullshit ourselves. If you want to wear your hood with that with the little eyes cut out to the show, just wear it. <laughs> just wear. It. Yeah. <laughs> You're already showing yourselves online. Just wear wow. it in public. We will see you later, but just wear. it. <laughs> but, I mean but, but come on, what are we what are we really doing here? And that's why like as we turn the page over from one year to another, it kind of feels like the numbers don't really matter. Because the same shit that we said at the end of 2020 uh 2020, well, 2021's gonna get better, and well, it started off with a fucking terrorist riot down the street. Well, for me anyway. And then we as we start in from 2021 into 2022, <clears throat> you know, COVID the Omarion variant kicking ass and taking names, uh, you know, break dancing across the country, across the world. And, and people are like, well, at least we got this. And at least we got that. Why is that good enough? Why are we settling for live shows? Why are we settling for, uh, you know, the privilege of watching a thing on TV? We are in this shit because people are too stubborn, bullish, stupid to do what needs to be done. And whether that's a company like WWE going, ah, eh, what test? We don't need to get tested for anything. You'll be fine. Or it's a company like, uh, your know, GCW. Yeah, there was an outbreak. Oops. Yeah. Or if you're pro wrestlers, yes, the Russians have your credit card information. But twenty percent off next Wednesday. It's the same shit, different year, and still leave Brandy alone. <laughs> so, as we move into 2022, if that definition of the passing of a year means anything, let January 1st, you know, two days from now, be the moment where we go, do better. Yeah. Like, not even not even just, well, let's just, babys- no, fuck that. Just do better. I think we can all, for one reason or another, just do better. And I'm not talking about resolutions. I'm not talking about there are some hard choices that people need to make as a species we need to make. And people are still going, meh, well, fuck it. I mean, this is where we are. So mm-hmm. number one, leave Randy alone. Number two, <laughs> leave Jade alone. <clears throat> and number three, I'm not mad at Mercedes Martinez. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, but yeah, for 2022, uh, you know, for what it's worth, it's it's not it's not let's go and, and, and hope i'm I'm done hoping let's actually do better
0: yeah time for action yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um so uh, for me because you all have made a lot of the points i originally was going to make so i'm just going to just tweak my thoughts just a little bit uh coming into 2021 uh we we got into the cock area the, the cock era <laughs>
1: I swear to God, I almost choked on fucking my spit. (laughs) Did not expect that word to come out your mouth. (laughs) WWE entered the peacock era. (laughs) We
2: all hopped on the cock.
0: Yeah, we all. That that was the Mm -hmm. thing that happened. Uh, The uh, beginning of the year was the women's tournament for AEW. Now, quickly, that tournament in the beginning, you know, on YouTube and whatnot, yikes. Now they got a tournament at the end of the year. Did, did they get it right this time? Quick yes or no, so I can finish my point. This one feels
3: better than the, the
0: original? It yes. remains to be
2: seen. I think they yeah. got to finish it to, with a C for sure. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. The
3: short answer is maybe.
2: Because okay. I like the original tournament, fair. because
3: I actually like the participants. In, so Okay. I can't say um, that it was, it was that bad, but if you don't have the exposure... You could make the case that, like, well, this is on YouTube and blah blah blah. But the bottom line mm-hmm. is, is that you would—I I would rather see them at a time than not see them at all.
0: Uh, WWE, I mean WWE, AEW got their their new mobile game, the casino game, start out in the beginning of the year. Um, don't mm-hmm. know if anybody's even remotely interested in that still. I, uh, I, I downloaded it okay well that that's a step forward i remember i downloaded that mario game on on on, on the iphone i played it for like one day and it was over but hey you know uh what else happened in the beginning of the year uh the big draft class that came into wwe then we also know that at the end of the year a lot of people got released a lot of people um the whole demise of uh of of the whole triple h uh, nxt era also, here's one that we will we'll probably remember very, uh, very, very thoroughly mm-hmm. uh, Theater Trinidad being released at the beginning of the year and how that just, oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that's that right. was that was the whole thing, you know. Um, we talked about during WrestleMania week, we talked about uh independence running during that week, and you talk about outbreaks. Well, <laughs> yeah, that didn't stop anything happening, but. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much how the beginning of the year came about. But, you know, throughout the year, we got s- some really good things. I've, I think Bobby Lashney winning in a championship in his his uh, reign. And um, obviously, the whole thing with Kenny Omega destroying uh, with, with his title reign and completely putting um, impact on life support, if you ask me. Um, but it, it was interesting why it lasted, I guess. Eve um, Marie returned, which was short-lived uh (laughs) the velvet team dream error kind of uh was came came to a complete ending
1: it was Um, an error yes the the era was an error
0: (laughs) um but yeah yeah you know a lot of different interesting things happening should should i also add big e uh winning the championship or whatnot um Uh, Nick Gage being a, being on AEW television.
3: Right?
2: And <laughs> God, so many of these things feel like they were an eternity ago,
0: mm-hmm. and yet they were
2: this year.
1: It's mm-hmm. wild how
2: how this year is like like no other in that respect.
1: Yeah. Like Cardona winning the GCW Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Like, ROH what? is
0: done temporarily, but maybe forever, but I don't know. But a bunch of different things. But I'll say for us in, in general here uh we, we 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 put out a lot of episodes we've uh made strides in in, in our craft and our content so it's overall it's, it's been a good year um on that note and it's been a, just an interesting year in terms of the different things specific things that's happened within wrestling but we're here we made it um a couple of more days as uh, Thursday so uh New year's we got about two more days till we actually cross the finish line but I don't know, man. Well, I I don't know what to expect for next year, but I guess that is a good segue to kind of talk about what are some of your predictions going into 2022. What do you What do you What do you see things going? How you see things shifting? Um, changes in AEW, changes in WWE, the rise of independence, a new promotion. Like, what what are y'all kind of foreseeing happening here, or a lot of the same? So, Jamal, we'll start with you.
3: Um, I think the biggest change is well, not change. Uh, Ring of Honor said that we're going to come back. That's one thing that we need to look forward to in April. Will they actually, if they don't, yeah. then they're no worse off than they are physically right now? Um, WWE, uh, they're dealing with the COVID outbreak. You know, there's been some uh news about their talent, and we, we're going to talk uh-huh. about Tony Storm walking off the job uh later. Um, what does that mean? You know, how does that affect? What they're gonna, what they're trying to do? Do they make a pivot? You know, it, do they press the panic button? Uh, you know, what, what's, what's going to happen there? Um, and, AEW. Um, one thing I
0: want to, I want to chime in really quickly too, and on right. that point too, uh, how contracts are being handled now because mm-hmm. people just being released in the middle of contracts, but also people having no release clauses in their contact uh,
3: contracts. Yeah, but I mean, to so. be fair, nobody knows what they're signing, so uh, <laughs> we don't know what they're signing. They don't know what they're signing. <laughs> um, the only people that knows what, what contracts WWE are signing are WWE lawyers. Um, and that's a different problem. Hopefully, but, hopefully not. Well, no, I mean, we, because it is what it is that, well, and, and we'll, we'll talk about that later, but, um, but yeah, that, that's a different problem. Uh, as far as, um, AEW goes, you know, they have, I've, I, I've always thought, you know, and this has been some months now that I thought that they've hit the ceiling. Uh, they don't have enough time to equitably, um, space. TV time out to their talent. Um, yes, they're uh, rolling a bunch out and then they're rolling a bunch in. But with all of these new sign-ins and uh, promises made and promises kept and all this good stuff, um, I just don't... At, at some point, it's got to end. Um, when will it end? Because obviously, there it's a buyer's market for talent. So what does that mean for talent itself? Can they negotiate the deal with WWE that they you know, thought that they were going to get now that they... Are full master of their own domains, you know, so to speak. So, and then of course, there are the indies. Um, AEW has a little bit more loose uh, contract structure. They work a lot less dates. You're able to do more or less what you want to take independent bookings um, versus WWE that has you in an exclusive contract that you won't read. But what does that mean for the indies? You know, Will Khan actually put his foot down and say, like, nah, uh, we're scooping you up. You're exclusive now. And there are a bunch of big name indie guys that are out there that, you know, could absolutely take that money. And then, of course, on the AEW side, uh, you know, their roster isn't exactly the youngest either. You know, will their top guys that solidified the country uh, company three years ago, is this their last year? Is this mm-hmm. the last year of Jericho? Is this the last year of the Bucks in the form that we see them now? Uh, is this the last year of Cody in the form that we see him now? Kenny hasn't yeah. been seen since full gear. When will he be back? Uh, You know, uh, Moxley is wherever the hell he is, you know, and these guys are only getting older. Um, You know, so what does that mean as they take, uh, you know, ever so slowly by the second uh, steps towards the end of their career? Will this be the end for someone? Bar an injury, will this be the end for someone? So I think 2022 definitely has a lot of surprises. And then there's COVID. So, like, you (laughs) know, the Omicron variant is right now, and I think that's the middle of the Greek alphabet, we still haven't even gotten down towards the end, and that's when some kids <laughs> gonna hit the fan. Um and Omicron uh,
0: Plus
2: is coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hey, uh, have
0: you have y'all seen that South Power episode? The, the 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 COVID special one? No. Uh, every it's this funny cause they were just talking about how long uh COVID was around, so all of the kids are now adults and like everything is something plus so like yeah the omicron plus
3: is a <laughs> so, so that is that is a that is a real um a real thing yeah. um and and then of course how does that relate to the internet i mean i think this is an this is probably like the first year where internet fandom has taken has been put in the spotlight and admonished in some ways for their behavior forcing people off of twitter you know the bullying, the toxicity, the harassment, stuff like that. You know this is an actual problem that isn't completely unchecked, but definitely needs to be addressed. So, what will happen in that regard in 2022? Leave Brandy the fuck alone. I'm I'm not even <laughs> gonna say it again, but you already know <laughs> why. But but God damn it, leave her alone. So, 2022 definitely has some uh, some some things up its sleeve, and I really really hope you know for the best. But I got a I got a cabinet full of beans right now because I really do believe shit is going to hit the fan, and yeah. I need I got beans and Twinkies and seven gallons of water. And we're gonna make we're gonna ride it out. <laughs> Damien,
0: give me. I want to I want to expand okay, on that right. for
2: mine because I because I think I think Crabs on the right track. I think the first thing order of business for a lot of companies is they got to get their house in order. They got to yeah. figure out what the hell they're doing because whether it's omicron sending everything for a swerve with live events and rosters getting nailed and who knows who's going to come show up at day one this weekend for wwe so between them you got tbs shows starting next week for aew it's probably only a matter of time before their roster starts getting hit because as we're seeing anybody and everywhere is a high transmission area now so it's only a matter of time it's gonna hit all the companies so between that and and as Crab was mentioning, just the overabundance of people in AEW that we've talked about forever and the abundance of people they keep adding. It we've talked about it for ages. Either some people are gonna get used or they're not gonna get used or some people gotta leave. It's getting mm-hmm. to that mass capacity where something's gonna have to happen. Either some of that original crew's gotta go, some folks are gonna have to step aside, or some people are gonna show up and they're just not gonna have a spot for them. And are going to have gotten there. And it's just going to be like, uh, I don't have nothing to do, or what I am doing ain't much different than what, what I was doing. Do Jay you know? Lethal, Andrade. <laughs> there's a lot of I've seen a lot of names mentioned Ryan in Cage. the last few days. Pac. I mean, geez, uh, there's a lot was of guys And a few. it was there's a in a few, yeah,
3: but to be fair, he has the worst commute of anybody here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people in that middle area though that are just kind of they're there. They're what? there, but they disappear a lot also. And th- yeah. that's what I think is going to happen with a lot of people. So between that, like we said, ROH, is ROH even going to exist come April? What's Impact going to be doing this year? Are they, you know, a lot How hell this time last year, we were thinking, oh, my God, they got the chance now to grow. They mm-hmm. got this huge opportunity in front of them, and that didn't amount to a damn thing. Co- so what do they do? What do they do now? Yeah, MLW, do they do anything? I mean, it's that's, I think, the big thing. It's a new year, but it's completely unpredictable circumstances right now. So how do any of these companies take a step forward in this environment right now? Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of, like, restructuring that's got to be done. Pretty much, I think, in every company there is right now. There's got to be some changes and some decisions made about what the future is going to be. Because what we have right now is just, it's tough. It's tough times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Damien.
1: I think one of the things that that I've realized about wrestling over the last maybe two years is that it is becoming like the certain certain sports leagues where the soap opera is more interesting than the actual in-ring product, where, you know, like in, let's say, the NBA, we have the free agency period. There's like this mad scramble to sign people. And then, you know, the, the stories get dead until the season starts. Now, in terms of wrestling, you have releases, who's got COVID, who's, you know, who asked for their release, the forbidden door, you know, uh, just things like that have now become more interesting, at least from my perspective, than the actual earning portion of WWE, AEW, MLW, what have you. And that's sad. <laughs> I think to, like, to Will's point about getting your house in order, some of these companies got got to really ask themselves, what are they? You know, I know Mm -hmm. WWE is no longer a wrestling promotion. They are sports entertainment, but are they more interested in like, you know, to quote two champs, content, 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 no matter what it is, or do you want to put out quality content? You know, do you want to put out good product for people to want to purchase using their hard earned money, especially during the, you know, the Omarion variants or what have you like, that's something that we you know, as fans, people have to take a step back and say, OK, wait a minute here. Is this really worth it or am I just throwing money and time at a hobby just because I've been doing it since I was a kid? I think that's one thing. Number two, for me, I, I think we're going to see a lot more promotions fall. And by that, I mean off a cliff. You know, we we have uh, we we have Ring of Honor taking their little hiatus Um, MLW, you know, even though they're trying to reinvent themselves almost, they're still like the little engine that can't impact needs to really save itself from a really, in my opinion, shitty 2021 from a product perspective, uh, nobody cares. And it's almost getting to that point of of being TNA again for a lot of people. And I think a lot of the companies need to realize what do they really want to do? Do they want to take that model we talked about last week or two weeks ago, where, we're just going to be a brand and just bring people in like some super independent show. Just that's just, just a brand name, you know, like Levi's or, or express what, what have you, what, <laughs> that was a
0: way too different, but yes. Okay. But think about
1: it in terms of wrestling promotions, one Levi's. brand's Levi's one brand's express <laughs> just saying, but I think for me that that's going forward in 2022, that'll be, um, something to look out for. And yes, the bloated rosters, baby W like everybody has harpened harkened. I don't know who the first cuts going to be. Like I do The actual, we got released. Not my contract ran out like swoles. Uh, I hope it's Brandon Cutler. I got, you know, I got money in the pool for that. Or, uh, that, Michael that Nakazawa.
0: probably can't, probably can't pennies, bro. Compared to Janela.
1: That it's one of those three, but he's yeah, going happy. back
2: from that original crew.
1: Yeah. But I think, hey. I, I think that's what we got to look forward to when we get, 2022. Let
2: me let me get
3: this, Damien. Real, real quick. Um, so WWE is like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is not a burger company, they are a real right. estate company. A real estate company. burger. Mm-hmm. WWE is not a wrestling company, they are a media company that promotes wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it their fault that the fans don't get that? No, no. not at all. Not that's, at all. Why, that's the fans. That, that, that's, that's why that's, the just, fans have
1: to take a step back, right? So, yeah, this is
3: the question, then. This is the actual question. WWE is giving you what they've been giving you legit since the 60s. Yeah. And if you're going to tell me that Bruno San Martino and John Cena and Hogan and Roman Reigns and whoever and Braun Breaker, who they're grooming <laughs> to be that guy in five years, are not the same character or they, they fit in that same spectrum. Steve Austin, because Jerry Springer was a thing, but they all fit in that same spectrum. So mm-hmm. WWE has a style. They are giving you what they give you. They are McDonald's. Mm. Now, yeah, I mean, the sleight of hand is that they're, they're actually a media company, and you just happen to be here. You just take the wrestling from it. But for people that want that are comparing WWE to AEW, saying that, well, I mean, why would I get a Big Mac from you when I can get a Whopper from here? Fine, we yeah, only let, sell Big Macs, and I think that that's my, a problem. That's on the fans. Let,
0: let me let me also bring something else into uh, perspective here, which is interesting that. That comparison is spot on. Um, it's just interesting that this company doesn't get the same flat. Triller, when it puts on boxing fights, is nothing but celebrity boxing on steroids. With proper funding, True. proper promotion, mm-hmm. and they use notable names, and they make a hell of a lot of money with endless sponsorships. Is it real boxing? Sure, they're going in there doing some stuff. Not that's different, top, though. Is it top rank? No, it's, sport, it's
2: sports entertainment. No, that, that, it's, that's that's all stuff. it is.
3: That's all it is. It really, I, really is. No, but in WWE, you're, you're, see, what, what I'm saying is that WWE doesn't give a shit about wrestling trilla no. gives a shit about boxing but they're putting out an inferior product nah, i'm not arguing that they, wwe is good and bad i'm just saying that they don't give a shit about
0: wrestling no 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 see that i don't agree with they i don't think they care about boxing. they want to have the persona of saying we can put on a boxing match they care about the entertainment they want to be spectacle Where is that event. they want celebrities there they want these granular interests and they want
3: the most so what bizarre, else are they getting out of it
0: person person
3: a ton of money, publicity. Everything. But they only. But that's my point, though. They only sell boxing, so if, well, it would be different if they were selling used cars, you know, and 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 in the in a boxing. Well, yeah, but house. they're
2: having but they're having boxing cards with like concerts in the middle of them. So yeah. like it's Uh-oh. it's, it's like a whole like it's yeah, like a whole yeah. brand. It's like it's like okay. a lifestyle thing, and, and, you know. do so okay. they're presenting it like there's okay. boxing at the nightclub, and okay, then instead of you go into the club. We're putting it on pay per view. And, now, right. and, don't,
0: and also, too, like it also feels like a Twitch stream because you got Snoop Dogg calling commentary and right. he completely isn't trained, but he is some of the most entertaining <laughs> commentary you ever will listen to. And it is nothing different than when he was doing stuff with Martha Store, unless he's still doing it. But really quickly, I just want to say, back to the top real quick, um, two things, and I don't think Damien's portrayal of Impact is justified because... Let's talk about the year they had the year before 2021. Tons of controversy. Mm-hmm. Roster being just dis- decimated by all different things happening. Yet they're still here, they're still afloat. No cases. And they actually played it more safe than anybody besides ROH. So the fact that they didn't go out on a limb to try to do all the live crowd stuff and to defy the odds. They were in Tennessee. Now come on now. Now you you know damn well if they wanted to run loud crowds everybody would have just walked up in there and said, yeah, we're here. So, I, you know, when you think about their roster, no outbreaks, no issues, people showed up. So I think in my measure of book that they did a hell of a job. But the issue is that it's not good enough for people because people said I couldn't get into it because it didn't have a crowd. I don't think that's fair because it shouldn't have had a crowd because it wasn't the right time to have a crowd. I do think the TV issue of leaving Twitch and then going strictly to access and then they're kind of the little new impact plus thing that they do on YouTube is good and probably is a little bit of ahead of the curve, but it's still, it's taking time for people to adapt to that because it's a paid tier service to be able to see it early and whatnot. So, you know, there is challenges with their infrastructure, but I think they're in the right direction because they have workers who show up who are dedicated they have a place they just need to get a a, a deal that's better than access tv if you ask me i think they gotta try to they need to be competitive in terms of uh, viewership and that's where i find um is one of the things to look forward to but that does bring me to uh the halftime at the show um no commercial but i'm gonna just make this short and sweet as i said in the beginning of the show um, we are taking our break, January. So it's four weeks of no episodes, unless there is something groundbreaking that we need to jump on and do so. So check back with us February for our weekly uh, wrestling podcast, 8 p.m. each and every Thursday, Eastern Standard Time on all of our social medias. And be on the lookout for additional podcast and show on content coming. A lot more stuff coming 2022. So be ready for that. Um, but yeah, do not uh expect to we're real live, just don't expect to see any content <laughs> coming <laughs> out in January. <laughs> up, like, Yo, did the whole crew catch the vid? Like, what happened to them? Like, nah, wow. He just, he just, no, he, we just pull yep. it
3: on our oh, yeah, we take it. That's it. We'll be back though. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> February 3rd, first we Thursday can get we can January. guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> Other companies may not be able to guarantee it. We will we be caught? back.
0: Yeah, we talked to management. Everything's good here. Sinclair didn't give us the death penalty. We'll we'll be back. Um, But with that being said, too, um, there's so much that I wish I could share with you all, but we got big things coming next year. Um, So just stick around for the ride. Uh, We're just excited to be a part of it. But that's all tentative based on COVID. But we're going to play it safe. And if there's an opportunity that is safe and marginable, then we'll do it. Um, So that's that. Uh, We... So um, if you've been listening to us The last couple of weeks We've moved our news to the middle Of the show here Um, But With that being said um, I'm going to shift it back to the end of the year Because I want to go into segue right into what we were Just just talking about Folks we're going to make this next topic um, in, In terms of Thinking forward here Now there's tons of promotions Independent Uh you know, AW, uh, WWE, MLW, all of them, the major promotions and whatnot, growing ones, ones that are trying to return, whatever it may be. We're going to go around the table now and we're going to talk about each of us. Pick whatever one you want to talk about. Pick one promotion on any level and just tell us what you, what, what, what is your biggest resolutions for them going forward? What do you want to see to come from them going forward? So, Will, we're going to let you kick this one off.
2: Ooh, this is a tough one okay who do I want to pick I will save AEW for someone else because I think i we got a lot we could talk about with them um hell I'll do WWE because they've been doing so much damn stuff between rebooting and I'm gonna focus more on NXT let me do that, oh, that you took NXT. mine well
1: <laughs> it took what, mine. No, I, t-
2: I want to tie it into the main roster though so there might be something left on the bone here for you that's they got to figure out they got to figure out what their path is going forward like we were just mm-hmm. saying earlier talking about these companies and trying to figure out what they're doing. Cause at this rate, I'm looking at WrestleMania and I'm seeing it's probably damn Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar again, which we've seen plenty of times. And yeah, it's a bit different. You got a different heel and a different face, but either damn way, it's the same kind of faces in the mix. And I think it's high time that they're doing this thing with 2.0. They're putting this rocket on Braunbreaker. Breaker they got to figure out i think some significant new faces to add into the mix on both the men's side and the women's side so who they're going to be i don't know i mean they did a lot with bianca belair this year whether you just keep the path with her but i think you need more than one person it can't just be bianca and braun breaker they, they need i think a good three or so new main faces on each side of the coin who they're going to be i'm not sure But I think we're enough. It's been enough years of the same now that a significant move needs to be made. And hell, if anything, with so many people they've let go and so many pieces off the playing field this year, it should, if anything, be easier to figure that out now because you don't have so many people clouding things. So pick some people and go with them. I'm not even so seriously impressed about who it would be. And right now, I just want to see them go with some people. Significantly. And be, okay, this is who we're going with. They're going to be beating people. They're going to be beating significant names. They're going to be featured prominently. And we're going to go full steam ahead. That's what I want to see. For WWE and NXT 2.0. Alright, who's next?
1: I'll go since you started talking about NXT. Uh, we all know my rant about that a couple of weeks ago. So, I, the more I've watched it, the more I've understood that, yeah, there are maybe only two or three people that they on, the, on paper seems like they're it you know they got next you know to borrow that phrase but the rest of the roster oh my god the the level of green it's not even money green it's not green giant green it's not the Hulk green there are some matches I've seen on on that show where I'm thinking so y'all got rid of the black and gold for this y'all couldn't have like had these people training off camera to get ready. Like if Dusty Rhodes was still around, like he would never have let this happen type shit, you know? And (laughs) I personally think just, I understand throwing things against the wall, seeing if it sticks, you know, but we knew off the jump that first episode of 2.0, Braun Breaker was the guy because when he came out, he squashed LA Knight, which I didn't know was gonna happen. It was gonna happen. So there we go. Cora Jade out of nowhere has become like the new it girl after Mm -hmm. toxic attraction dominated cameras for like what seems about three months and now the girl who can't skate apparently now with their top baby face um she's gonna have to learn how to skateboard i'm sorry like no just just holding it as a weapon or an appliance doesn't work um what happened to raquel gonzalez (laughs) what happened to io shirai like they're there they're just floating around you know so there's a weird purgatory with nxt 2.0 with some of the holdovers from the black and gold brand and what I want to see done is either you make you cut bait or you bring them to the to, to greener pastures to either have them quit or cut them bait there. Because if you're running in place in NXT 2.0, that's not a good thing at all because you're just there occupying space. Um, legado the Fantasma is another one that I'm like, okay, have they done everything they can do at NXT? Do they fit the colorful narrative of 2.0? Probably not. Maybe Electra Lopez does. Where well, out of nowhere. She's the most popular person out of that whole group. So,
0: I don't know about that.
1: Have you seen Twitter? She's the most popular person out of that whole group. Pony, <laughs> yeah, pony Twitter real... jail is all about her. Like, yeah,
0: Matt. Imagine, imagine your 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 narrative being based
1: off of simps.
0: Because <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> uh...
1: So no different than the CWC is what you're telling me. No, okay, just saying, cause that whole that whole crew out there, yeah, exactly. Uh, that, but that's what I'm. That's what I want to have happen. I want NXT 2.0 to really scope its identity. If you're gonna make me hate you even more, or you're gonna, or you're gonna get better. And right now, it ain't looking too good, except for like three people. To what Will said.
0: All right. Um. So here, I'm. I'm gonna jump in. And then I'm a uh, then yeah yeah I'm a, I'm gonna stare at the ship a little bit here. I, all right, for me, I'm going way off the limb here. Now I know this ain't gonna be on nobody's. Don't say thing. wow. It absolutely <laughs> is wow. Because, <laughs> and the reason I'm going wow is because we started off this year talking about wh- how AEW is not handling women's wrestling. You know what lack of effort they've been putting forth. Not going to talk about that. But obviously, because there's still a big hole in terms of representation for women's wrestling being done properly. So with the independence of Shimmer and Shine and all of them still doing their thing, but not getting the respect, credibility, and notoriety that they deserve, WOW has ultimate funding, Jenny Buss. So mm-hmm. there's that. Somebody who has funds. And you know that's, that's the first key when somebody wants to respect your company is like, Who's behind it? Well, yo, she, she has a lot of money. We, so co- cool. We crossed that path. And they have the the, the notoriety because Wild's been around for years. Um, also with Glow at a time that was uh, one of the biggest shows on Netflix. They have everything right. Tessa Blanchard's there. I get it, but not going to discuss that. I'm saying a company that is completely dedicated towards women only has one goal, and that's to showcase women. I wanted to see them in their return because they're, they're they're saying new things are coming. I And I do like their presentation because to me, I love that, that Lucha Underground uh, production. That's what they did in their own way. Uh, so there's that. The aesthetics and everything looks good. I like the, the venue that they run in and all of that. But with there being such a high demand for women's wrestling and for there to still not be nobody to step up and do it properly. If their own focus is only that, they got to do it. It it has to be top tier. It has to be such a big draw that all of the big names say they want to work for that company. I don't think they need to exist in wrestling. I think they need to see in what expectations are for women's wrestling. So my easy three resolutions for them is to when you return – be unique as you're foreshadowing and doing something different now. So be unique because I think that, that grabs people's attention. Um, Continue to create stars and whether you want to believe it or not, but one of the newest people that debuted in in WWE, Faith J was a big star and wow. So I think from her work there, WWE took a look at it, and she continues to train, so that's also part of it as well, too. But they, they're doing some things good. And I also really love The Beast, who I don't <laughs> think gets enough credit in being True. dominant in women's wrestling. Um, So continue to make stars would be the second thing. And then the third thing is to exceed all expectations into proper representation for women's wrestling. Give them time, which they have nothing but time, but give them pivotal storylines, make them as they are labeled as, uh, superheroes. So make them that beyond that, you know, uh, uh, draw the attention and, 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 and have the kids look up to these women, uh, it, it, uh, and being the big icons that they are. And, you know, and do, and when I say, you know, be unique, don't be WWE, don't be AEW, don't compete with them, just do their own thing. And, um, whoever is involved backstage wise, uh, you know, continue to let them thrive and, and having women in prominent uh, positions in order to make sure that the storytelling representation is handled correctly. So I'm definitely got my eyes peeled on wild to see what are they going to do. They're already weathering the storm with Tessa Blanchard, which was hugely controversial. AJ Lee is there, which is a big thing. Uh, I already talked about that. I'm not even going to even, I to, to be honest, I'll just repeat it. I think with so much heat that Tessa Blanchard was getting, the only way to mitigate that was bringing in somebody like AJ Lee that just offsets the entire thing. And that's essentially what happened. They were just like, wow, well, it's back. Who's their champion? Miss Hulk Hogan. There's like, Oh, I'm not watching them." AJ <laughs> Lee's <Hulk> back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm watching it now. So, you know, there's that. And, you know, with how much respect she has for wrestling, how much she's, and how much she's done for the business. Uh, definitely definitely uh I, I i'm expecting big things to come and keep bringing in more people i mean i to this day i, I still see lufisto who's in uh, canada so i know that uh she she does have a visa as she just said but i know travel could be an issue at times but somebody bring her in i i, I just don't get somebody with that much experience it's this untapped potential to make any locker room better wow give her a call bring in somebody with her expertise to make sure that the storytelling and representation is done correctly and that's not to say it hasn't been in the past but take things to the next level oh and also one other thing too um harlow o'hare who is fury and wow another person mm-hmm. that you know when she was i thought was a star on the independence but a lot of people didn't know about but her being signed there was just a solidification of me of saying that like they are looking at people and they're taking them and they're elevating them they're giving them television time prominent television time as well too and letting them become uh, the superstars that they are so i want to see more of that going forward so so jamal um your promotion your resolutions with that and then take us into the news and obviously you know we got to start off with tony storm when we get to there so go for it.
3: um my promotion uh you know thinking uh, fairly long and hard about it is DDT. Mm. I think right now they are they're definitely making inroads in Japan where they're competing with Noah. They're competing with uh, New Japan, obviously all all Japan. Uh, but DDT has definitely, in my mind, stuck out the greatest out of the big you know companies in Japan. With that said, I think hopefully this is the chance and this is the opportunity for them uh, to make inroads in America. Now you can argue that new Japan is doing the same thing. Well, yeah, but if you don't have new Japan strong, which is a poorly, you know, branded website, that's behind the paywall. Um, you know, you're not going to see it. They, their champion was on AEW earlier this year in my favorite match of the year for AEW, Konosuke Takeshita. So, you know, there are definitely names that they can bring over. And, of course, a parent company, a sister company of DDT is Tokyo Joshi Pro, which so we saw Maki Ito in AEW. Mm-hmm. The, if you talk about the forbidden door, you're talking about the other one that goes to the east. That door could still be open. It's not just New Japan. Bec- you know, I think that there's definitely, whether it's Noah, whether it's all Japan, but DDT specifically, they have the talent. And they are putting on what looks to be uh, an AEW-like experience in Japan. I want to see that gap be bridged. And I think between those two companies, that's the better fit. So if I were DDT, I would resolve to put more of an interest in American, uh, you know, an American audience via AEW. I think now uh, Noah and uh, New Japan is having their Wrestle Kingdom super show, you know, it's going to split the island in half type of a deal um, next week. And that's cool. But if AEW and DDT did a similar thing, that would be well something that we haven't seen in 30 years between New Japan and WWE or, you know, WCW going to North Korea or just something like it would be unprecedented like that. Um, We haven't seen something like that happen in a very long time, and I think because of their roster, on the men's and women's side, those characters fit a lot more than New Japan, which personally feels a bit stale, a bit stiff. Um, So that's my biggest resolution for DDT, is organically grow a presence in America. Um, And of course, there are ways how, but I think they do that via AEW. Not a full-on invasion, certainly not the bullshit that Impact did, but an you actual. You mean that they did
0: the Impact,
3: right? But 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 yeah, but not but an, but an actual talent exchange. Because I definitely think that there are some wrestlers that would benefit from going to Japan for six months, you know, learning and, that style, adding some tools to their to their belt, and probably so, a high desire for it as well too. Yeah, absolutely. So um so that is a thing. Uh, more DDT in America. That would be great. So. News last time this year. Hold on, because no one brought an AW. So I want to say one thing. This whole forbidden
0: door gimmick thing that happened, cool. But for 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 peak sake, for lack of better words, can we get women? No.
3: Go go to the news.
1: I've been asking.
3: <laughs> no. I mean, what what if if not then, why now? No, I'm just saying, but like, who, who,
0: somebody, and it might have been Jordan Grace, I believe it was. Well, Jordan oh, no, Grace was, was no, 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 no. It was Deonna Prado who just put out an interview saying that she wished she had more opportunities to do
3: that. There's plenty of people she wants to well, work. Well, Britt Baker was, was doing the same thing from her and saying I like, do, Yo, we need to make this happen.
0: I just, I don't understand when you have top talent and no girls allowed. Impact,
2: <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly. Only if you're it, from the NWA, that's the only way it worked.
0: <laughs> it just, it just doesn't make sense to me if like. Your top person comes knocking doors like, Hey, I would love to go over there and wrestle. And they're just like, Oh, it doesn't work for us. You can't do it. Okay. So it works for every other guy, but not me. How do we not get ridiculed for this stuff?
3: I don't get it. Because number one, the Marks don't care. They only like what they like. And if it's, and if it appeases them, then it's all good. It's the same reason why one person says a thing and another person says the same thing. And the person, whoever one they don't like, gets the heat. It's why. Uh, Dan Lambert can call Brandy a whore, but Brandy can call herself a crazy bitch or a, a black bitch or whatever she says, and Brandy gets the heat. It doesn't make sense. I mean, but but, but again, we already know why we're here. So uh, the bottom line is, is that uh, it would make more sense if this were actually the forbidden door, a legit talent exchange, trades, you know, backroom deals and all that. That's not what this was. This was an Dep- actual angle. It was definitely a
0: double-sided a program. Mirror.
3: No different than anything else. The program was the program. It ran its course. The program is over. Trash. Well, but again, but you- that, that's not what they're selling you. I mean, uh, they're presenting you with this Pandora's box of fantasy booking. What they gave you was a program. That's on you. Well,
2: and, it, and if anything, at this point, they don't have the time for it anymore. They got too many of their own people to worry about. The time is for the- it passed. It's just sad. And to be honest, too, maybe a
0: hot tape, but. Women going through the forbidden door, way more entertaining than the guys, Easy. Well, I mean, I think
3: that's relative, but the, but I think the longer short of it is, is that uh, today you learned that McDonald's is a real estate company. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's not... it's They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were selling you. You saw something else and got, you know, and lumped into something else. Eh. Mm. You know, I mean, it is what it is. So, news, last time this year. Um... <laughs> Okay, so Tony Storm, uh, you know, she walked off the job. And basically, she was at a, a WWE house show um, in Toronto. Um, not D.C. After, she was yeah, here. Left after, I'm reading Toronto. But left after the show and booked at home, wherever home is. Um, didn't tell anybody, but the bottom line is, is that she, peace them out. Now, I'm not sure what that means. Is it that she's refusing to work and she's still under contract? Is it that mm-hmm. she's refusing to work and they said, fuck it, you're you're we're not we're just going to cut bait. If 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 she's walked away from her contract, will they sue her for breach of breaching the contract? Um, does she still have why would she honor her 90 day non-compete clause if she walked off the job?
2: No. Um. You know, she straight like, up quit wrestling you know like
3: right you know and, and of course there is the why now of course people are saying well you know mental health and WWE treated her poorly well okay fine let's let's say that she was quote unquote burned out and frustrated mm-hmm. with her job i think that being treated poorly is a lawsuit waiting to happen you were discriminated against you were harassed you were something untoward your job description And if you're, if you got roped into a thing and now you're doing three jobs for the price of one, I can understand why you would want to leave. That's not what your contract says. That's, that's what it is. And people do that every day. What I don't understand is you doing the job and you not liking the job anymore and are under contract. So, so which is it? If she actually left because she needed to take a mental health break, I respect it. If she got left because she said, fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. I also respect that too. But if you're the next company, how does that look for you where she signs a contract and because she doesn't like it, assuming that she doesn't like it and assume that it's not something more nefarious, she just goes, nope, and goes home. That's not the type of employee that I would want. But then again, we're all, you know, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm saying like right now that I am speculating. We, only person that knows is Tony Storm. And if she wants to tell that story, and I hope she does, she'll do so on her own time. But I think it's interesting that a few days before day one, where she's in this WWE 24-7 title match, uh, she's like, nah, fucking, I'm, uh, I'm out. Yeah. Who knows what the straw was that broke the camel's back? But uh, if you were expecting that riveting match between Aaliyah <laughs> and, uh, was it Carmella and, um, and, and and Tony Storm? It's either no Carmella God. or Danny Brooke. Either way... Um, <laughs> The people, the fans of Tony Storm are rightfully upset. She was mistreated and stuff like that. Um, Okay, fine. I'm not going to argue that point. But what I do think is that there are some holes in the story that I would like filled in before I can say that this was a bad play and walking off the job. I think that tact is important, especially on an industry based on handshakes. If if you're not reliable and I can't trust you to work, then I can't trust you at all. Go ahead. Go ahead, Will.
2: Yeah, let me add some unique perspective for this. Since <laughs> I apparently was at her last WWE match since it happened here in DC. Oh, it did. Okay. So so Tuesday night, she was in the semi-main event of the house show here. Mm. It was her in a th- triple threat match. It was Tony Storm, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair. It was the semi-main event of the show. So she was in a very high profile position here they had a good 15 minute match she was in it through the whole way uh she ended up eating the pin at the end but by all means she was absolutely a very featured performer at the house show here on the holiday tour on tuesday night so tuesday night everything seemed fine she was here she wrestled the whole match they had a good chunk of time even after the match ended, they did a whole deal where Sasha kind of put her over and like raised her hand and all this kind of like trying to annoy her as like, Hey, this is the other baby face in the match. I'm cool with her. So she got a nice little ovation leaving. It wasn't like she just got pinned and like, you know, shuffled out the, in the darkness. She very much was like put over in her loss where it was very clear. They were doing like, Hey, this is a baby face on the rise that we want to get people into. So that not leaving Tuesday night everything seemed fine now that's where I was getting confused about the Toronto part because the SmackDown tour went from here in DC on Tuesday to yesterday Wednesday night they were only going up to Baltimore so we know that that's all like an hour drive like that's that's like nothing right. she didn't make it to Baltimore Wednesday no. afternoon is when the news dropped so something happened between Tuesday night in DC and Wednesday night in Baltimore where suddenly she was gone. So I, that's where I'm like, did she ask? People are saying she left and she walked off the job, but I'm like, I don't know. Did she like put it in for a release and it just happened to come through, you know, yesterday or or what? Or did she in fact just be like, you know what? I'm going up to BWI and I'm hopping on a plane. And I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, it's like, so, did she catch an international flight back home? I mean, so, so with that what clarification, what the hell happened in that one day?
3: <laughs> so with that clarification, I have the results of the Baltimore show, which is Wednesday. Okay. Um, it was Charlotte Flair beating uh, Sasha Banks in a women's championship match. Okay. Um, and you can, and a lot of the card is still the same. Drew McIntyre beat Sheamus in a Baltimore street fight. So somebody wasn't stabbed with meth at that point. Um, <laughs> you have our, uh, you know, Rich Holland versus Mansoor, you know, and, and, and so on. So a, a lot of the card was the same, uh, but yeah. obviously it was just Flair and Banks in the women's match so- in their match. Rather, there's another woman's match. Um, and not Flair Banks and Tony Storm. So
0: so, 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 what the hell is people talking about? She was mistreated because of the antics of her. It,
1: the storyline,
3: really? Well, you I mean, well her her shitty booking. I, well, I don't watch the products, but I'm assuming that it's a bad booking. She was supposed to be somebody from NXT that never materialized. Um, just the fact that she kind of <laughs> fell flat, and WWE pushed her under the rug, and I'm now just not she's. Gonna- and now she's think, having you know good matches on the house shows and nobody gets to see it. So I think there's a lot of frustration there, but that's your job. Mm. I mean, I, like, I don't I, care I, what your job is. If you have a bad day at your job, that, that's fine. You can have a bad day. You can have a bad year at your this, job, I, but I think there's this, a way to quit though.
0: All of this is just completely irrelevant to me. Like what you're seeing on television in terms of winning and losing and uh, certain segments being comic cool and whatnot. Uh, and, and that's when fans start to get invested in saying like, oh, she shouldn't have win. She shouldn't have lose. She shouldn't be having pies. She shouldn't be getting baked though, Mike. Like, is this all part of the whole performance and whatnot? I, I don't see how any of that equates to, oh, that's why she left. I, I don't, well, I don't get it. It's that. still real to me, damn it. Bar- Baron <laughs>
2: Corbin should be gone if that's the case, because he any- I mean, there's probably people here that she they made her lose at that house show, and that's what did it. You know, it's anyway, like, it was yeah. literally the semi-main event of the show. I'm it just, went on like second to last.
1: Look, I'm just if gonna, if, I'm, if people want to say WWE kind of dropped the ball with her in general, sure, I can give you that because of the whole May Young Classic, you know, building her up to be the next big thing, and you know, in, in NXT, and then like many other NXT superstars. You get to the main roster, you debut once, and you're gone for like three months. You show up in a backstage segment with Shinsuke and Rick Boogs, and then Dolph Ziggler's hitting on you. So it's like, okay, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, Tony Storm gets these fluky wins, and I think she beat Charlotte by a DQ to get her title shot, So, because Charlotte kept kicking her when she was down. So I, I, I get that. I get, okay, if you want to talk about the booking, that's fine. If she's mad about the booking... Or she hasn't, you know. Johnny Gargano said this the other day in his promo, where he said, "Always bet on yourself." Right? There could be a possibility that she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go bet on myself now.
0: I don't. I just don't understand. I I just don't. I don't. I don't feel like bookings. If if that's the case, then Bianca Belair should should be gone. I mean, consider what happened at Summerslam was very. But also
1: think about it from this perspective too. You know, like to Jamal's point. Tony Storm's career, she's always been billed as the top, you know, women's wrestler, every promotion she's been at. This is the first time she's just a rung on the on the totem pole. And maybe she didn't know how to handle that. Like we're talking about mental health and stuff like that. Oh, OK. Then, when you yeah. have your first setback and she's only about 23 and you, you have your first career setback. You're like, wait a minute. I'm not where I thought I was going to be. I, I'm not in the spot I thought I deserved to be in. And then I'm going to take my ball and go home. Like, that's a possibility. And, again, we're all pontificating on it, but until she fills in the gaps, we don't know. But those could be reasons.
3: And, and I think all of that's valid. I mean, but I do think that, in general, uh, how you honor the contract is just as, you know, important as if, like, listen, uh, FMLA, I'm out. I'm taking a mental health break. I'll see y'all in six months. I'm, I'm done. Yep. You know? But I think that whatever it was, you um, and you know to make a parallel to Jeff Hardy's situation where he you know left or you know, early during the match and whatever that situation was nobody actually knows what what's was what um the the bottom line is is that um whatever it is that triggered that thing and it doesn't have to be explainable but that's where she is right now the I think that the most important thing is that um if you knew you know whatever it was you know it just I, I just think that like Walking off the job is is just not good at all. Especially if you want to go work within the industry. You right. know, when you talk about people backstage being hard to deal with, you know, hard to handle, unapproachable, well, this motherfucker could just walk off the job.
2: Yeah, That, that well, definitely... That, how reflects. many places when you like do a job interview will ask you, like, you know, so why did you leave your last, you know, place?
3: Right. So... Um, real quick, uh, you know, a little bit of news. I'm going to cut some stuff. Uh, uh, Miro actually has a, a bad hamstring, so that's what he has been dealing with. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be in the match with Brian, but, you know, good on him for working it. Uh, Moxley was supposed to be in that match with Brian, but Moxley's also uh, not on the roster right now. So Miro has been cutting promos, but we haven't seen him in the ring since full gear, which was nearly two months ago. Uh, that was November 6th, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Six or thirteenth, but either way, we're coming up on two months since he's last been in the ring. Uh, so good on him for cutting promos. Hope he can get his hamstring back because uh, once you tear that, you know, it's it's tough to do anything. Uh, B. Fab from the Hit Row. Uh, she's on Twitch, by the way, uh, because who is it on Twitch nowadays? But uh, she said at a recent wrestling convention about contracts. "Quote: It's a sad situation because I don't even know if you would call it a contract. Most contracts have to be worked through until they're finished, unless you're Tony Storm." So, with them being able to terminate whenever, it's more in the lines of an agreement these days. You want to live your life, but you can't put your life onto this agreement because they can change you whenever they want. That's also bullshit. But if you know that and you still sign on, then what are we talking about? So, right. buyer beware. If you agree man,
2: to the terms. Yeah. What the buyer, hell? Buyer beware.
3: Um, and it's the same thing. Like, take the wrestling out of it. When you walk into the building, you walk past a sign that says they can use your face as part of their promotion and not pay you for it. That you agreed agree to that uh, when you walk into the building and take your seat. So when you are a Ms. Girl or whoever they make a meme and in the show, they don't owe you a dime because the rules are stated clearly, it's up to you to read them. So you know what you're getting into, you know, have a lawyer, you know, have somebody with you, have somebody have your back because this shit is not, they're not going around and they will use every wording of that letter every period, every, every instance, you know, they can to get what they want. So you got to bring some firepower to the table as well. Um, There are, there is wrestling this weekend, but the big thing is looking forward into January since we won't be around in January wrestling really needs an off season, but we're taking one. Damn it. Uh, We'll be back February 3rd, first Thursday in April. Uh, The two shows that I really want to spotlight while I can the first show, January 16th, MLK Weekend, Atlanta, Georgia, Terminus. Hmm. Modern Age Grappling. It's Jonathan and Gresham's event. It's at the Salvation Army um, in Southwest Atlanta. Um, look it up on the Twitter machine. You know, Look up what's, Gresham on Twitter. But the bottom line what, is, is... What that, zone is that? People need to know that. They what? need to know what, what zone of Atlanta that's in. Uh, see, if, if you ask what zone, then you already know. <laughs> but... But if you need to be at Hartsfield, you know, quickly, you can. Um, Jay Lethal versus Lee Moriarty is going to be bananas. Uh, Moose versus Alice Coughlin is going to be bananas. Um, uh, Kiera Hogan, where has she been in AEW? Versus Jordan Grace. uh, Gresham versus Alexander. And, of course, it's Gresham in a a ROH World Pure Rules match uh, for the ROH World title. Not that is not Bandito's title, so that's going to be interesting to see how that's rectified. No, no, but see, but see,
0: we I, we talked about this. Oh, I said this after the air last week. It's the R.H. World Pure Championship. Bandito has the R.H. World Heavyweight Championship. Heavyweight I Championship. think it is. Mm. So maybe there I, things I are going to be explained. Then I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm definitely know. I'm
3: invested in this. I like this. I like um, this. But, and that Bandito, and Bandito versus Baron was, Black. Yeah, Bandito versus Brand Black. That's going to be a thing too. Um, so we have the ROH champion and the Pure champion uh, in on the same house at the same day, at the same time. Uh, that's that's the show that you need to watch. I don't know where it's streaming, and if it's not, it should be. But if you're not in Atlanta for Martin Luther King weekend, get there. Uh, Terminus is going to be a big, big deal. The other event, and that is uh, coming up this weekend, January second, CZW of Grace, Maryland. Uh, that's in northeastern Maryland. It's uh, out there near the uh, Maryland House. So they don't come to Maryland often, but I, you know, CCW is a good time. Rich Juan, you know, a hometown guy from that area, Baltimore. Um, you know, the rep's going to be on the show. Uh, I am interested to see how CCW pivots because they've had some issues um, in the very recent past. So um, oh, and, and
0: also. And also, I don't know if you've seen it, but why that is a uh, a bit of a uh, a change for them being in Maryland. They're also going to run in Maryland the first month, the first weekend of each month uh, going forward yeah. into 2022. So, changes.
3: you're right, 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 right. I mean, they, they are. It's uh, February, um, March, and April, but. I do think that um, I haven't seen those cards yet, so I'll I'll get to that when, you know, we get down the road. But, yeah, um, Terminus, January 16th. CZW this weekend in um, Harvard Grace, Maryland, across the river from Perryville. Uh, And so, yeah, a lot of wrestling happening this week. Wrestle Kingdom is also happening. uh, in New Japan versus uh, Noah.
0: Definitely no one's paying attention to that right now. I mean, so if
3: you're up, you know, at at 3 a.m., you know, so that's on there for you. And if you are going to subscribe to New Japan World, do it on the first or after the first, because if you do it today, you will have two days worth of your subscription, yep. and then they'll bill you again on the first. <laughs> That's true.
2: It's like a Patreon. It's like Patreon. Bill's yeah. on the first.
3: It's not a rolling 30 days. It is yep. the first of the month. That is yep. so trash. So That's they are Bone bad. thugs in wait, harmony wait,
2: wait until you blow in the new year and then do it. <laughs> right.
3: So, um, yeah, so so that's what you need to do uh, if you want to get some wrestling on this weekend. And that's the news for this week, for the year, damn it.
0: Uh, also, let me chime in with a couple of other shows real quick. Uh, we'll, we will be, although we won't be podcasting, but there will be content coming out of this. We will be covering a couple of different shows as well, too. Hard to Kill, Impact's p- first pay-per-view of the year, January 8th, uh, at the Bomb Factory down in Dallas. We'll be covering that. We'll be covering... Uh, the AEW shows coming to Washington, D.C., Rampage, and Dynamite. Uh, what are those days again? It's
2: the um, middle of the month. It's the Big middle day, of the month. Right.
0: I
3: want to say it's like the uh, 19th and 21st. That yes. sounds right. Yeah. It's, the week, yeah. it's the definitely the, the week that Terminus starts.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's that. And I feel like there's something else. But I don't know. I'm not even going to even theorize over there. But with that being said, yes, that's the last news of the year. This is our last.